0: hey y'all welcome back to enigma zone i am free from work for a week so that's amazing anyway hey everybody if you this is the first time you listen to enigma zone welcome if you're a recurring listener thank you so much for tuning in to this little meager podcast um i am enjoying a Michelob ultra with a slice of lime wedge shoved in there it's really good and I'm cooking some Mexican rice while I record my podcast. Maybe I'll give you guys the recipe later. Anyway, today's podcast episode will be an amalgamation of things. More so some things, or specifically, that's not even a word, more so. Specifically some things that um have been happening. Maybe little strange things, a couple of stories. Maybe I should call it spooky stories. Hmm. I don't know if it qualifies for spooky stories. If you haven't checked out my last two spooky stories from October, check them out. Uh, Let's jump in. So we've recently lost a member of a family, of our family, and we attended their funeral. Um, It's someone from Philip, my fiancé's side of the family, I don't know whether I'm going to say who, only because I haven't really asked Phil. But I'm going to tell you what's been going on. Something strange. I don't know. Okay. So this family member passed away, I think it was almost two weeks ago, really. And since then, there's been some... I don't want to attribute it to that, because I don't know. Who knows? And I'm not saying, oh, you know, and I'm not trying to be like... Offensive or anything. I'm just telling you guys stories, you know, that I've heard, that I've experienced, and so on and so forth. Because I find them interesting, and we always do it here with all due respect to everybody and everyone's opinions and whatnot. Okay, on the side note, Icina is outside. My little doggy. She is five months old. My five month old demon. She is hyperactive. I kicked her out of the house. Just kidding. Only for right now. But because she loves being outdoors, I mean. When we're away at work, she stays in her playpen um most of the day. Until we come home. It's a, it's a big playpen, so she's it's, it's not too shabby. It'd be her. But right now she's being out she's outside because she loves to squeak with her play with her squeaky toy, toys and just bark like crazy. But anyway, back to the podcast. Okay, so this family member passed away and Around, maybe even before his passing, I've been, some weird stuff has been happening. So I don't want to, like I was saying, I don't want to attribute it to that person's passing or that person's spirit, whatever it is, per se. But I'm just going to tell you guys the story, right? So weirdly enough, maybe like two weeks ago or maybe a little bit longer, I, at work, I heard a voice. I heard somebody call my name. Very... It sounded like a female voice, very, um, low, almost like a whisper, but I was doing something, you know, you know, kind of like bending, uh, behind my desk, doing some stuff, taking some papers out or whatnot. And I heard someone say, I'm gonna, my name is Laura. So, um, let's say call my name, you know, and, and I turned around and I thought it was my coworker and I, I, you know, I was going to say, a yes, I was about to say, did you, call? yes, but it wasn't them, you know, and it was very strange, I was like, um, that's so weird, okay, that was one instance, then I've also been hearing after that, like, I don't want to say people talking, like, like, if they're speaking to me, but I don't know what they're saying, like, it's inaudible, and it, it it has stopped since, but it happened started. It kind of lasted, maybe about five days in the span of here and there five days or so. A couple and it stopped like last week or the week before. Jeez, I'm really bad with. The, I don't know math. Okay, I'm not very smart. Like Jason Stackhouse says, I'm not that smart. You know, so bear with me. So yeah, like I've been, I would hear. Like, if somebody was talking to me, like telling me things, or but I couldn't understand what they were saying, almost in a whispering sense, and it never really sounded like a male voice or masculine in any way. I would say it was more either neutral, but that first time that I heard somebody call my name, it was like a female voice. So it's very weird. It's like somebody's having a conversation. like telling me something and i turned around i'm like wait there's nobody there and then i'm like huh (laughs) honestly thought like am i going crazy like what's going on is there something happening i i i did run out of multivitamins but i don't think that was that's the thing you know so that was very strange um another thing that has been happening or two things okay let me not get carried away one was I was inside with Athena, and this these two things have happened, on the like the foyer. Look at me, a foyer. I don't know the foyer of my house, the entryway. I don't know. I mean, I don't have a huge house. Let's be honest, but it's like the entryway. Um, one time I I was near the front door facing Athena, and the front door was behind me and between myself my back and the front door it was probably like four feet three feet three four feet and i i was gonna give a tina 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 that's her name athena the a treat you know like oh sit athena spin she knows a couple of things and she'll you know we'll reward her and whatnot she's getting super chubby but um and i was about to do that when i heard the a ball her ball it's like a tennis ball kind of doggy toy hit the back the door behind me the front door basically and I turned around and I thought I was like I was by myself it was just Hatheen and I and I thought it was very strange and then I was like how the hell did that ball roll I was at a stop at that point I think it rolled behind me and hit the wall behind me it made a little thud and I immediately turned around and saw the ball you know it had just hit the wall Hit the door, basically. And then I was like, well, maybe it was me, you know. Maybe while I was moving around, shuffling around, trying to get Athena's attention, I accidentally, like, hit the ball, you know. But I kind of tried to recreate it. And that last step or two steps or movement with my feet I made before hearing that sound, I did not feel myself or my foot hitting the ball whatsoever and I think I was barefoot I'm not 100% sure that I can recall um accurately but I didn't feel that little thud when you hit something and more than that it the when I moved into that position just before hearing that the ball hit the door it wasn't I didn't move fast or I don't know, far enough or fast enough or, um, I don't know. It was a very slight movement. It wasn't hard enough for me to hit the ball with the back of my foot without knowing and it roll all the way and hit the door with a decent sounding thud. Like the the energy from myself, (laughs) Wasn't there to that extent. So I thought that was really bizarre. I was like, uh. And that had just happened. I think that happened right after that family member had passed away. Beer, be- beer break. Another thing that happened after that, maybe a couple of days, nights later. Again, when our house is like, you walk in, obviously, the front door. And it's like a little hallway entryway i don't even think it's a foyer i don't know and on the left side your left side there's a closet a a coat closet on the right side there's a garage door and like a space of you know uh part of the hallway i suppose it's like five six feet long i guess before you hit the living room and the other hall connecting hallways and i at this point i was with my fiance in his office and Athena was in near the front door in front of that closet, that coat closet. Um, and I, I whatever we were talking about, and I heard it was at night time, I heard something in the closet move. For me, it that front closet, the coat closet, it almost sounded like it was a door, but the door it has like little folding, sliding ish. God, I don't even know how to describe it doors and i heard it like move like when not when we open it and we secure it that little sound that little thud and athena barked at it and then i immediately went to see her and i and she was just staring at the coat closet it was open and it was open i mean i it it didn't it did not open by itself it wasn't closed and whatnot oh great my rice might be must be ready and we're back. Sorry for that interruption. I'm going to try to make sure it doesn't beep again, but it might. Oops. I'm, tr- I'm going to try to edit it out. <laughs> try is uh, very, um. I don't know how to do that, let's be honest. So yeah, <clears throat> choking. So yes, I heard that door, the closet door kind of like something move. I think it was the door itself. And I, Athena, I think she, she barked. And I, when I went to the look see what she was doing she was just staring at it um i mean it, it's a possibility that i was thinking well maybe she moved it. maybe she wanted it, something from inside the closet but, but there was but i don't think so because she never it's a it goes in there more than anything she'd never just there's nothing in there that she gets you know it's like so that was kind of bizarre maybe it was it was a normal there's a normal explanation for it probably i mean maybe the ball thing probably but it was just something strange and during those days i also heard, i would hear like little things around the house here and there um mind you that obviously that when i would hear like people were talking like someone was talking to me or tell whispering inaudible things that happened at work i think a couple of times and at home, but it was weird. I even then I was like, Am I going like what? am what's happening? I don't know. At that point, I didn't really attribute that to being like something, oh, maybe it's a par- paranormal or something of that nature. But I don't know, maybe, maybe it is, maybe it wasn't. Who knows? Maybe it was just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and like other things that I have. Hurt around the house, very very minimal, like almost nothing, but maybe like a little thud here and there. But at the same time, when all this was happening, when was that? When that person passed away? I don't know. Maybe it was present in my mind. Okay, so yeah, we'll see about that. Another thing, another little side story that kind of connects with it is that we visited this the family, you know, the extended family of this what family member and it was like probably a couple of days after they passed and they were you know older they in their seniors 80s so i mean to live that long is really is a gift um not many of us will unfortunately get to live to that age you know but um nevertheless at any age anyone passes away is incredibly sad but So we went to see this uh, their spouse visit them for a little bit, and there were other family members there, extended family members. And she she was mentioning one of somebody else that was there was mentioning another family member was saying how right before we got there they saw they had seen a shadow cross, um, one of like they were sitting in the living room and in one side of the house is, like, a uh, this huge, like, game room or, like, um sitting room. I don't know. And they had seen somebody, like, a shadow pass by, like, a person. And they th- thought that was weird. And the other members of the family went to that room and looked around the house and went out around the house to look, and there was nobody there. So they thought that was very strange. And I guess the way it was insinuated is that the, the, the person that passed away, their spouse, this kind of maybe thinking or feeling like it might be their spouse's spirit. So obviously their family members were just trying to kind of reassure them like, oh, don't worry. It's nothing. It's maybe just, you know, they all saw it, but you, what do you do? You know, and these people are uh, these family, um, These people aren't very. I wouldn't say that I am aware of. I don't think they're very believing of the paranormal or anything like that. They're pretty religious in that sense. But um, I mean, even if you are, when you see something (laughs) that's out of the ordinary or unexplainable, sometimes you know it's you. You have to admit it, yeah. So. And I told the story to my mom who she says, oh yeah, she'll probably keep seeing him around for some time. And I was like, what? What do you mean? My mom is so morbid. Oh my Lord. Like she says that if she could have had her dream job, it would have been to be a mortician and or a nurse. And that she's always been a bit, now I know I like this kind of stuff. I mean, I get the weirdness from her. Um... She's always been very curious and fascinated by the, you know, the uh, human body, morbid stuff. I don't know. I have, she has some stories, man. But anyway, she was saying that it's probably true, you know, that she, um, I don't want to say legend has it or lore has it that we supposedly die three times. One is our physical death at the moment of we our, our consciousness exiting our body and leaving our, um, our, our remains behind. Um, the second is at, I think it's at the, um, rosary, is that what they're called? What it's called? You know, like that mass where they view your body and stuff. Um, and the third time is at the actual moment of your burial. And she just said like, that's something that she kind of has heard growing up, and that, and interesting enough, and interestingly enough, tongue tied, talking about this particular topic that you die three times or whatnot. I remember, I love this stuff. Obviously, I remember listening to this. I don't know. I think it might have been like a medium or something. And I've said before, if you've listened for a while, like I do, believe there are some people in this world who do have the gift of mediumship or a uh, clairvoyance or to To sense otherworldly things, maybe the spirit world, see things, hear things. I do believe they are out there. I don't believe they're demonic or those people are evil necessarily or anything like that. Um. Um. But I do also think there's a lot of people that fake having that talent, having that, um, all those gifts in order for either I don't know. <laughs> attention, monetary gain, and I think there's a lot of quacks, per se, Um but I had heard it, I, nevertheless, I love listening to podcast episodes, random, I like to Google, like, research, not research, search up, like, on podcast apps, like, oh, mediums, or different topics, you know, and they'll have mediums come on the shows, and things like that, Um and I love to listen to it, I just find it fascinating, and um nevertheless, I always keep a form of skepticism, but um, one medium, and I can't recall who or where I've heard it, gosh, um, I think it might have been on, or maybe it was a story that was told about a medium, I think it might have been on the podcast called Psychic Teachers, it's all together, Psychic and Teachers, um, it's hosted by Deb, and um. oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking on her name, god, I'm such a terrible- follower but i love i love the podcasts. they're so spiritually open one of them is a christian slash um very open-minded um other ones uh a, a pagan um but they're very the their topics is they're very open and honest and non-judgmental and non-preachy and they talk about crystals and the meaning of them of angels of spirit guides of um different topics topics about paganism they're really it's a wonderful wonderful podcast check them out psychic teachers um and i think it was on their show they mentioned how one medium um basically stated that when she saw why am i getting goosebumps oh no i'm getting chills that um where's athena no i'm scared guys i'm like a home alone And Athena's outside. I can't hear her. Okay, that when, that according to this one particular person who says to have, be able to communicate with spirits and the other side, that the human, when someone dies, they have up until their, um, rosary, their, 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 the viewing, that's what it's called. I don't know why I keep calling rosary. The viewing, um right before the funeral, it usually takes place like the night before, the day before the funeral, the actual burial, burial, um, that they have until then to decide whether they want to cross over and essentially go into the light in quotations or if they want to stay and that at that point, the light goes away and if they decide to stay, they'll stay and I'm sure they will then I don't know. I don't remember how then they can cross over to the other side to either heaven or the spirit realm or to the peaceful, happy place, whatever you believe in or however you'd like to call it. Um, But it can happen. But that's what they would say. So I always thought that was fascinating and I kept that in the back of my head. Another fascinating thing that I've I've heard through family uh, growing up, and um, I don't want to say it's technically, like, Mexican um, shit. What's that word? Folklore? I don't know. Lore, legend, um, urban legends uh, or whatnot is that people die in threes. And usually, like, when there's someone passes away, two people will pass away soon after. And it's usually I've noticed. Let me knock on wood. Oh, jeez, the wood's too far. That it's true. Um, it is true. Like you can think of celebrities. You can think of, um, just things like that. Like people or people you might know in person, or people that might you might a person you might know. Uh, like an acquaintance or you've heard of or you know who they are but you don't really you know like oh my it could be my aunt and uncle or the you know whatever or people you know random people it could be a coworker, it could be somebody else like not necessarily them that they pass but somebody that you are are made aware of and it's true um one example would be like my, on my dad's side, more recent, I think they must have been, like, what well, wasn't that recent, maybe, like, three years ago. It might be, it was my uncle, my, his brother, and my grandpa, my dad's side. They all died pretty close together. And it's not necessarily, like, oh, they they go in threes, like, within days or months. Or maybe it could be a year, but they can pretty closely, um, I think one neighbor as well, like one of my neighbors, her sister passed away, then her mom, like a couple of months later. And then the dad, like before them, like a, a one, like a couple of either a year or two or, or just random people. And I don't know, obviously this doesn't happen all the time and maybe I'm wrong, but I just noticed when something, when someone passes, I try to keep track and it's like, oh, that is true. Like for this one, this family member passed away and my mom recently told me that, I don't know who these people are, I've never met them, i never heard of them, but one of my uncles by marriage, one of their cousins and their brother passed away. So that's, and then for me, that's three people that I know. Well, that I'm not necessarily know, but I've heard of or made aware of. And that's the three. So I don't know. I found <laughs> fascinating and let's hope it's not any uh, not i don't want to wish anyone's death or anything but you know so i just found it fascinating okay so before i forget i remember um The episode I published in January 22nd called Settling into 2022, I talk about our new home, our new puppy, and like the sleep paralysis I had been feeling, um, us living next door to an alleged haunted house per my friend. If you have, if you don't know the story, she used to live in the house next door that we bought. (laughs) There she goes with a squeakiness, squeaky toy, sorry. And she would say that it was Haunted. So when I finished recording that episode, I forgot to include it in the last one. Um, I record in my dining room and um, I'm usually alone. I do it when I'm by myself and my fiance is at work or playing Pokemon Go or (laughs) he loves that stuff. It's weird. Or the gym or whatever. Or in his office now that he has an office. Um, and I had finished recording. I left my computer and my microphone and the dining room table and i went to made my way to i was going to my room and Athena stayed behind and she was she started barking and I come back towards the kitchen towards the dining room and I'm like, Athena, what's going on? my our doggie and she was barking at the dining room table at the spot where I was sitting recording that episode, just like I had just finished recording like I literally pressed, you know, pause and I had saved it and uploaded it. And I walked towards my room and she, I came back and she was barking at the air. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so creepy. I I didn't, I don't know how to sage or anything like that. So I didn't, but um, that was pretty uniquely interesting and I wanted to share. One more quick story before we go. So talking about spirits and the afterlife and ghosts. My, um, I have spoken about this person or in the past, specifically in spooky stories. I don't know if I've told this particular story, but a family member passed away years ago, um, in a car accident and my mom actually says she saw him and he was very, pretty close to me, um, uh, related by, I guess, marriage, I don't know, and my mom was taking care of this person that passed away, his daughter, and she was asleep with my mom, you know, she's someone very close to me, and she's a child, and she says that she has stayed over for, or something like that, and she, this was a couple of years ago, maybe, like, two, three years after he passed, um, And they were asleep, my mom and, you know, this little girl, my relative, and that my mom just out of nowhere, you know, woke up in the middle of the night and she saw him. She saw him next to their bed, um, leaning over and giving a kiss, kissing the, my, the little girl, his daughter, the relative, And my mom just knew it was him. And she said she did not feel scared or anything. She was just like, oh, this is him. And she just kind of turned around and went back to bed. But she did mention that he just, when she opened her eyes, you know, he leaned down, was kissing the little girl, his daughter next to her, my mom. And then he, when my mom, I guess, was fully awake, he straightened out. And walked out the room. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I'm getting chills. I'm like, "Mom, really?" I I was like, "Mom, maybe you're dreaming," you know. And she said, "No, I'm not dreaming. I know it was real." She's like, it, "I was awake. It was him. He came to visit her." And I'm like, "But what did he look like? Like, what do you mean it was him? Like, did he look like a shadow? Was it like a blob? Like a mass? A black mass? Like a shadow person?" Uh, like in the form of like a a human, what did he look like? She's like, it looked like just how he would be dressed. You know, he was a biker. Um, he would wear these long kind of um leather. He was all into leather biker stuff. He had um his hair was up to his shoulders. Uh, he was very tall, like six one, six two. Uh, he would wear these uh what's it called? I forgot those coats. The le- long leather coats, trench coats, right? Yeah. And, um, that's the way he always looked. And I said, really? Did you tell his the spouse he left behind the story? Like, what did she think? And she's like, well, I recently told her. But, yeah, she has seen him, too. A lot. And, I mean, crazy stories. Like, crazy stories. Like, my mom, like, it's just weird. I have not seen him. He was very close to me and my immediate family. Um... I don't know if I want to because I get scared. Um, we had a pretty good relationship. He was pretty cool, and it was really tragic, really sad when he passed away. Um, but I do ask for him, and you know that he's at peace and whatnot. But I had never seen him. My my mom has, and my sister has too. And yeah, I don't know. It's I think I gave it away. <laughs> but yeah, it's um. It's pretty unique and creepingly terrifying. All right. with that said, that would be the end of this episode. I'm going to go off and probably have an early dinner. Eat some leftover fajitas and my rice. Let me give you the recipe. Okay. Buy jasmine rice. Make sure it's jasmine rice because it's the best kind. First, you get a deep sauce pan and you put a bit of oil. It could be a tablespoon of oil, probably. And I usually make a cup of rice at a time. You let the oil heat up. You put the rice in there and you fry it, I suppose, for a couple of minutes until it is golden, um, not burnt. Almost wanting to turn a little bit gold brown. Once it gets to that point, medium heat, you put... I usually put um, in a blender or Nutribullet, I put either a tomato or half a tomato. And I put a bit of a piece of onion and maybe even a garlic clove. If you don't want either any of that, well, then you could omit it. Um, sometimes we also just cut pieces of tomato and pieces of onion and put it, the the actual piece instead of like, um, what's it called? Dissolving it. <laughs> That's not the right word. Chopping it, liquefying it and so you you let it us uh, fry for a little bit once it gets cold you put the either the blended tomato onion and garlic in there or the pieces of actual tomato and onion you it'll start sizzling be careful not to burn yourself sprinkle some sea salt in there sprinkle if you have some chicken bouillon i don't know as mexicans apparently we love chicken bouillon will be buried next to it um or with it you take a tablespoon of that but also people sometimes use broth chicken broth you can also use broth um you you can sprinkle a bit of garlic powder and then pour water i I eyeball it um you definitely could pour maybe you need to cover the rice up maybe pour like a quarter cup of it maybe a quarter to a third cup you eyeball it and then you cover it it's a very important very very important in order to make amazing mexican rice not the crappy mexican rice that you find at the like restaurants like that are mexican restaurants and they're not good this is like my mom's specialty it's so good um you never stir the rice you never stir it like you cover it firmly leave it medium heat pull put a 20 minute timer um, and if you uncover it to check on it, you very, very gently with a spoon kind of just dig into it um, to make sure most of the water is gone. Um, you don't mix it or turn it because it gets gross. But if it needs more water before that time, if it's still kind of uncooked, you can try a little grain of rice. If it is uncooked and needs more water because it's already like all evaporated you can pour a bit more water but usually if you put like a quarter to a third cup of um maybe even no more than half a cup to a cup of rice it probably will cook perfectly um and that's how you make mexican rice i hope that was a decent (laughs) type of instruction um but never um stir it even or like i don't know overturn it turn it with your spoon because it's like a big no-no but yeah make sure it's flavorful that's why places use chicken bouillon. a lot of mexican places use uh cumin my mom hates cumin she hates that it smells like feet it's gross and i didn't grow up eating rice with cumin in it because of that reason that my mom doesn't like it So she instead uses um, like onion, tomato to flavor it. If you don't like chunks of tomato or garlic or onion in your rice, like I said, liquefy it in the Nutribullet with a bit of water. Um, And the chicken bouillon, whether it's like the actual squares or chicken broth or the chicken bouillon that comes in like the powdery form, it gives it a lot of flavor Um, that's all that it needs. Like, I don't really like Mexican rice that is made with cumin and that's pretty common in most restaurants. I don't think I've ever had a Mexican rice in a restaurant without cumin and I'm not a big fan of it either. Um, but yeah, it's really good. So try it out. Uh, You can also put, um, peas or tiny square carrots, like the frozen kind. Um, you can also put, uh, tomato, what tomato I was going to say, cilantro, if you like cilantro. Put a couple of little leaves in there while it's cooking or boiling. The rice is boiling. Or you could um, mix it in with the Nutribullet mixture, blender mixture of it. Anyway, so that's it for today's episode. Please subscribe if your app has a subscription button. And check out our other episodes. And you can email me. I don't think I have the email now. I have it. I just don't. I can't memorize it. Let me look for it really quickly. And that behind you, that noise is Athena. Athena, quiet. My email is enigmazonepod at gmail.com. Again, enigmazonepod at gmail.com. And if you have anything you want to share, you can, to the one listener, half a listener, send it to me. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.